This episode of Any Game Right is brought to you by our amazing Patreon supporters like Suzanne J, Pedro C, Richard K, and a special thanks to Keen Hot and Juicy Maverick. If you'd like to support the show, visit patreon.com slash indiegameriot. And remember, you can't start a riot without a fresh indie news injection. This week, Steam puts a red light on green light. Maybe ZeniMax can afford the new fee with their $500 million from Oculus. Will indie devs step into the limelight or drink away their pain at the Tycoon's Tavern, where they can swap swords and commit seppuku? This and more on episode 118 of Indie Game Riot. Hey everybody, this is Josh, and I am here with Tech and Rev. Hey, hey, hey. We are all here, one big happy family this season. We're all here, just like one more time. And uh, this you is the day that is not going well <laughs> currently. No, no, hey. You, you know what, Josh? It might not seem like it's going well, but we're all here. It's not too late. The show is still going on. That's a success in my book. Especially for indie game ride. Low standards for indie game ride. <laughs> yes. So, uh, anyway, um, what's been going on with you guys? I think Rev has some big news. Rev, oh, bring yeah, your big yeah. news. What's your big news? Uh, my my girlfriend brought me some pastries and cookies. Awesome. Uh, I'm gonna be eating those tonight. I didn't know you. Were, um, I didn't know you had a girlfriend officially. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations it, on that. It's the Thank only you. way he could, he could afford to pay rent. <laughs> you boyfriend for hire. <laughs> yeah, boyfriend for hire. Yeah, you gotta put a bouquet in it. Yeah, that, that's what it is. What else? Um, uh, I went to the Scar Lounge the other day. Had a good cigar. Um, uh, da, 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 um, I'm, I'm playing for Honor on the PS4. How uh, is the, that? The beta is going on. Uh, I have my criticisms of it. I, uh, is it just like a straight out fighting game? Yeah, it's a it's a PvP sword fighting game. Is it, is it, like, is it, it just me, chivalry? Yeah, I was gonna say it reminds no, me of chivalry. Not, is it, it's not even as feature rich as chivalry. <laughs> oh, like, like like take chivalry, but you can only do a light attack or a heavy attack. Not and three attacks. Only three why is everyone why is everyone so hyped about it? Because it looks pretty. Marketing. Okay. It's Ubisoft. Oh. Yeah, that should be a big red flag. Does it play? Does it work? <laughs> no, it does. That's the thing. No, like it really does. I mean, um, I guess, I guess it's it simple. This is a vertical slice. Um, this is the thing that they've been working on, and all the extra shit no, that they're like, going to add on. Or anything? So, so it's it, it's it, you you play you choose one of three factions, yeah. um, and then the uh, within that you can you can play as any any warrior from any one of those three factions. So it doesn't, it, it's just which team do your points go to? Um, and and okay. uh, you can play the Vikings, the Knights, or the Samurai. So you're either a weeaboo or a, you know, not actually correct Viking, or you can play yeah. somebody in armor. Um, and it's not like, it's not horrible, but like, you you have the the lock on mechanic is really crap. 
in my opinion. <laughs> Lock on. Yeah, like like so if I'm if I if, if we're fighting in a brawl and it's it and it ends up being like me versus the two of you and I want to switch target, I have to let go of lock on and then relock like you have to hold lock on at all times if you so, want to. So so basically why is it Ubisoft automatically locked on? Ubisoft decided that EA threw out all of the old um battlefront mechanics. Yeah. And now that th and now that they're out there, they're like maybe we can make this work again. Yeah, like it's not it's not like it's unfun or anything. Right. Uh it's just like like the combat is really basic. You you have a really shitty rolling dodge thing uh that's really difficult to time you have a light attack that you can use you you can chain two attacks to or you have a heavy attack that you can do once you have a, a kind of quasi dodge that you have to to try and time um and it's all you you can fight ai but everything happens online so uh even if all you do is fight bots uh, you're still going to end up applying that towards your faction, um, and like it's a, it, it seems like it's a great idea, but it's like you only have three directions that you can attack from. You have left, right, and up, and those also happen to be like blocking is not an active thing. It's literally you hold the lock on button and you're automatically blocked, and you just change which angle, left, right, or up that you're blocking from. That sounds it, incredibly it, boring. It's really simplistic in the controls. They're not quite. They're they're not nearly well, as right. Tight. But but like, but they have to make it. They have to make this M-rated game uh, uh, able to be played by all the twelve-year-olds who will get their parents to buy it for them. Right? Uh, so, you like, know what? Modern Warfare had pretty fucking tight. Like, like that's all, true. That's true. Their, their controls were really tight. Uh, these ones are are sloppy and they feel. It feels gummy. Like you know that you. you I, I have yet going over to a friend's house. Well, maybe you, this is might be in before your time. But do you remember going over to a friend's house and you guys sat down to like play on the the Genesis or the SNES or or even the NES mm -hmm. and the controller like you picked it up and the controller just, was like what? right and the button uh -huh. stuck. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like they wouldn't stick all the way down, but they they would sort of be like a, like a like a hard click somewhere and yeah, that yeah. that's that's what you had to like physically punch the controller to make it press mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's what that, that's what the controls in in for honor feels like um so so there's that uh what else is new for me this week uh relatively oh i'm uh, i'm starting my new job on monday congratulations uh, tech yeah oh for me uh <laughs> i'm kidding I, i'm sorry i i uh <laughs> uh shit i had i had two things that i wanted to okay i remember them first things first um a few a few weeks ago, Jesse's muffler on her car fell off, and we've been uh, hesitant to worry about it <laughs> because we we don't need that car. It kind of goes around gas the neighborhood. It's like, <laughs> oh man, dude, because like it, it fell off. It didn't like fall off, fall off. Like it, it was all still attached, but the muffler broke off of the pipe, like right at the muffler where it apparently seems to always break, and and it just got really loud. And I was like, that sounds a little wrong. And so I checked it, and I'm in the parking lot of a luxury be, outlet you know you ripping it off though, because if it's too loud you could actually get pulled over right exactly well we drove it home we parked it it's been like three months um we took it to a shop recently and we were like you know we'll we'll do it if it's like you know like 250 to 300 is like our price range and they were like yeah it's gonna be 390 and we're like no thanks and so uh we went on to 
uh, a car parts place, and we bought a muffler and spring nuts and well, a don't gasket. Don't you have to like, weld it? No, you don't. It's 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 a, just a gasket and spring nuts and a muffler with the pipe attached, and we spent like eighty eight bucks. Use like tape and stuff if necessary. I mean, yeah, like I wasn't gonna do it like that. Just let it drag. I was gonna do it the wrong way. Flying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like it's like a twenty year old. It's twenty one years old. The car, but I, I I replaced a muffler with no jack in uh, twenty degrees. Because I wanted to surprise Jesse. Because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then also speaking of uh, speaking of new jobs, I am. I don't know if I've talked to you guys about this, but this is this is kind of crazy. Talk to me about it. Uh, I I probably have. We uh, spent like a whole like two wait. hours talking about it over Skype. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I I, I have. Uh, I I want. I'm gonna be a farmer. Okay. I'm a fucking farmer. He's starting his own starting <laughs> uh, valley. Like yeah, legit. sort of. So, so basically, uh, the way I'm going to be raising capital for this farm is uh, by growing microgreens that I'm planning on selling to local uh, restaurants and possibly even the local supermarkets because microgreens have not penetrated the market yet. Okay. Uh, I, I have. Do you know about microgreens, Rev? Are, we're talking are, about we're talking about plants that are small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're the they're they're shoots of plants. Like radishes or sunflower sprouts or broccoli or uh, mustard or kale or any of these things, where depending on the the market and the and the product, it, they're about two inches tall and they either and they have the cotyledon or the the seed leaves and possibly one true leaf, and they're sold okay. in in bulk and you can juice them or uh, make really fancy ass salads with them and they're packed with nutrients. And that's uh, what your brand sell... name should be: fancy ass salads. Yeah, fancy ass salads. <laughs> That's a really good idea. No, I'm gonna write that down for real. I mean, I could totally. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but um, so so we have. Uh, I also want to do like baby greens and stuff. So right now, uh, down downstairs we have um, arugula, a, a musclin salad mix, uh, half a tray of uh, radish, and half a tray of um, sunflower, uh, mm. currently sprouting. The issue is, is that sunflower now i heard i heard the stories i heard the stories about this but apparently sunflower sprouts have uh have really bad uh fungus pressure um and literally it's been two days and they're they already have um uh fungus on them so i need to <laughs> after the show is done for real i'm literally just going to dig out the entire half of the tray so that the radish can survive because sunflowers aren't really sunflower sprouts aren't really a restaurant market they're more of like a juicers market or right. a, a farmer's market market um so i want to hold the radish out but uh and inventory says an, another one is uh muffler no jack oh. greens that's that's your new that's your brand name that that's what it is that's yeah exactly <laughs> but you know if i can make like like 75 dollars a week that would be that that'd be great because because it's like it's like an hour of work. You're just supplementing. Exactly, exactly. And then you know, continue to invest and start a farm, dude. I just I just don't want to have to uh, work for the man. <laughs> that would suck. Josh, you know, what have you been I, up? I'm yeah, with you on that. I I can't stand working for people. Mm -hmm. Is uh, I don't know. I don't know what that says about me and you, but hey. We're well, trailblazers. Dude, we, we, we literally are hosting uh, a, a podcast called Indie Game Riot about indie games, about people who make games 
not with the man. Yeah. So. I, 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 I don't know. It says something about us, I guess. Uh, but anyway, my, uh, I've been learning. I've been teaching myself C++, um, which is interesting. And uh, it's interesting because I, I haven't gone through, like, a whole lot of it. It's just basically, like, beginning tutorials and stuff. So I've learned, like, if statements and, uh, mm-hmm. like, stuff that has to do with um, uh, integers and, and things like that. And, like, the first thing they said is, like, look, you don't really need to know math unless you're getting the 3D stuff. And, ah, you know, and bullshit. I'm like, I'm like, okay, second tutorial, learn integers. <laughs> it was like, uh, this reminds me of algebra. What are you talking about? I don't need to know math. You're hurting my brain. So it's, it's just uh, that the computer will do most of the math for you. You have to know how to write the equation. Well, like, like some and, of the integers re- the like is like legit algebra because yeah, exactly. you know how you know how like you do um, like an algebra if you remember like you would have like like multiply mu- addition and multiplying would come first and then you'd yeah. subtract and divide like in or it's, unless it's, unless it's in parentheses, it's, it's parentheses and then you would do that first. Multiplication division. Um, uh, parentheses, multiplication, PIM, D, uh, adding, subtracting. Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. yeah, you remember. In German. And that's what in this German. is. I was like, <laughs> I, like out, like out of any math, any any kind of math class I have ever taken, algebra or any kind of algebra like class, is the worst thing I've ever done. Like I'm not good at it. I was all right with things like statistics geometry which was a little bit of you know that like trig and stuff like that was involved but i was okay with it this like i was very upset when i found this out about c plus plus um but surprisingly i am actually understanding most of it so far i i'm a little stuck with the last tutorial but i think i can figure it out and i'll probably i can get tips from people um so if you're in a game dev out there and you want to help me out feel free to (laughs) contact me because i'm stupid um, so, but I, I want to learn C++ because, um, uh, I'm thinking about using the, the Godot engine that we talked about a long time mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that runs on C++. So, um, and as a matter of fact, I think most engines run on some kind of C++ programming. So you kind of need to know C++ and then you get into like the actual game programming. Yeah. It's just a good skill to have. It seems like. So, uh, that's what I've been yeah. doing. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. We're Sweet, pro- cool. All three of us are progressing ourselves. Look at that. It's great. We are being productive. <laughs> uh, you know what else is productive? Shooting uh, yourself sitting up. Sitting down and, yeah. With an Indian's <laughs> injection. God damn it. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an Indian news injection. Thanks, Indie Games. This week on Indie News Injection, first off, uh, the event of the year is coming up soon better than the super bowl better than the super bowl it's indie revolution expo coming <laughs> july 14th through july 16th that's like the third week in july mark your calendars make sure you take off work make sure you take off school even though it's a weekend and come to indie revolution expo where your butt in your chair online on twitch.tv there you go Be sign here. up sign up your games and panels yes uh, sign up your games and um, last year it was crazy awesome. The year before that it was uh, terrifying, hectic. <laughs> but uh, super, 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 super excited. It's, Constantly it's evolving. The, it's the most fun you will have all year. I guarantee it. Well, it's the most fun that we're gonna have all year. But we're not gonna remember it because we're gonna be doing it, and it's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna suck. It's just gonna be. It's it's high. It, it it's a lot of it's energy draining. output. 
um, it, it's very draining. Like uh, last year and the year before, uh, we we ran some numbers on it. It's roughly uh, roughly a hundred games that we show over the course of three days. Uh, it is uh, twelve hours a day. Uh, just that we're streaming. Yeah. Plus, we have stuff before, like, like before and try to be as close to possible for for the morning, so that we can get a full night's sleep. But then we're up for hours getting ready for the next day. So, yeah, especially that that uh the the second night and the third night. Ooh, right. <laughs> good times. So, yeah, good times. I wish, there, I wish there was a way that we could like install a Skype thing where when any of us said the name of a game. That it would just like bleep it out and like and like silence it, so we could have our deliberations live. But it can't work. It, it, <laughs> technology isn't there. It'd be yet. kind of interesting, but I, people are crazy if they stick with us for like what three, four hours. That we're and actually we have more awards to give out this year, uh, so it's gonna take even longer. Right. Uh, I think but, we need to. I think we need to streamline that. We need to like have like a stopwatch and be like, if you're arguing for more than three minutes, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, I don't know. Some of those not, arguments are pretty same. good. That's true. That's true. Towards the end, yeah. You know what game's definitely not getting awards, but gets tons of money? Oh. The guy who made Flappy Bird. Flappy mm-hmm. Bird made tons of money. He's actually... Uh, remember he, like, left game dev for a while because uh, he was just, he was like, making overwhelmed? So he was just like, what yeah. the fuck's going on? And, and he lives in, like, Indonesia or whatever, and... Wasn't he eating like death threats and shit? It probably. Um, but I think that was after he he announced that he was stopping, and then we're like, "What are you oh. doing?" I don't know. But anyway, yeah. he came back. He he made a game called Ninja Spinky Challenges. Whatever the fuck that means. Apparently, it's not as impossible as no, uh, it's not. as Flappy Bird, but I think there is still some challenge to it. Um, I have not played it myself. But I thought I it was am. an interesting. Uh, well, you feel free to talk about the game if you want. Uh, I'm, a bit. I'm literally like I'm I'm playing it right now. Um, it, it's not like it's not super hard. It, it's really simple. Um, but uh, I think Flappy Bird was more difficult. Yeah, yeah, probably. It was which, the hitbox which, which alone, just means that that this game is gonna uh, make him significantly more money. Probably, except but his, I, name is, his name is Dong Win. So. Uh, Dong Nguyen. Don Nguyen. It's Win. pronounced Win. Win? Yeah. No, it's yep. not. Win. Yes, it is. Oh, Trust no, 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 no. That is, that is Win. No, no, no. Sorry. It, it, they all look the... Dong Nguyen. Wow. It's, it's like... Oh, Nguyen. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Nguyen. I'm sorry that there's a U in, in front of the G versus not in front of the G that I'm used to. Whatever. <laughs> Speak American. God. Um, so really, the game that he that he does Win. it's a it, it, it's it, it's uh, six mini games, um, and it's whatever. Like it's not it's not great. It's super simple, but so is Flappy Birds. Um, it, it, it's I've done three or four of the challenges now, and each one's like, oh, you have a limited amount of time to complete the challenge. One of them's like, you get to throw ninja stars at targets. And it's really not of- that like original to be honest there there was a game there was a game that we talked about i can't remember if it was an irx game or what it was one i know when you're talking about it was that it was that one where it was all the mini games yeah and they were all and some of them were based off of like popular indie games but they they didn't it was like a satire version of it yeah 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 Yeah, it was on like like a like a threes joke like a threes one and a few others yeah it was on irx uh yeah that I think I I don't know. We talked about it at some point. Yeah, 
But uh, I, I just thought it was an interesting note to put in the news because of yeah. Flappy Bird being so infamous. And uh, he was, he was probably back. like, man, that Flappy Bird money's starting to run out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, after after like six years, you know what money is not going to run out anytime soon. Cool. Zenimax is five hundred million dollars that they just won from Oculus in their lawsuit. Uh, if you don't remember, is uh, what was that? At least a year ago, it might be more. Um, basically, uh, Palmer Lucky was working for Zenimax when he was working on the idea for Oculus, and because of the contract, uh, basically uh, anything that Zenimax's employees create while employed with them is Zenimax property, and. Uh, Palmer Lucky left the company, created Oculus, and they found out that he was creating Oculus while at Zenimax, therefore making it Zenimax property that he stole. Um, and the whole thing blew up from there. Zenimax won five hundred million dollars, and actually, well, um, they didn't. Oh, they they didn't win. Okay, a they didn't they didn't win. In fact, the 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 they the won five hundred million dollars. Is what I the, said. The, no, it was a settlement, wasn't it? They were awarded. 500 million dollars but the jury found that the claim of oculus stealing trade secrets and technologies was not correct so it was basically you're not guilty you owe them 500 million dollars because that makes sense but anyway <laughs> right. the, the 500 can, can million dollars can i just say this for real though i mean fuck oculus at this point yeah i don't really <laughs> give a shit about palmer lucky it's like it's HTC like vibe is better Sony, Sony, uh, Sony's PlayStation VR thing is better. Facebook, come on, man. Facebook. I'm, I'm Actually, glad, in this, like, in this, I, this is started? a big blow to the company because they. I mean, not only are they in a PR shitstorm for they've been in a PR shitstorm for a while for various reasons, um, but the five hundred million dollars is a big blow to Oculus, even though Facebook owns them and Facebook is obviously right. a multi-billion-dollar company, yeah. but it's. As far as Oculus is concerned, it's a pretty big blow, and yeah. um, they already are shutting down. Uh, f- Facebook's shutting down a lot of Oculus projects, like like sixty or seventy different things. So um, it's not looking good for Oculus, and they they've gotten outplayed since VR kind of came out with, by HTC and, and PlayStation. Yeah. So I mean, and they kind of screwed themselves over by not getting their shit out on time, and it's not as good quality. So. And Garrett in the chat said that he feels bad for the people working there. And yeah, it, people yeah. that work there, there's nothing wrong with the people that can, work can I, there. Can I just point it's out Palmer you, Lucky uh, and the company l- Let me itself. just say this like as well. Uh, Zinimax, for those of you who don't really know, uh, is id, Bethesda, Arcane, uh, Tango, Machine Games, and Battlecry. You, you, you've probably heard of a few of those. At least, uh, yeah. All of which are better than Facebook. <laughs> when we talked about when we talked about the lawsuit when it started on the show I was I was all for like you know man Oculus you know they're, they're doing something new it's it's new technology now it's like I'm so glad <laughs> interesting cuz I'm I'm not I'm I'm actually I'm actually irritated by it um I, in addition it, it regardless of the fact that that Zenimax originally for four, sorry, I bumped my mute button. <laughs> the, regardless of the fact that Zenimax originally was filing for a four billion dollar payday, uh, yeah, 
Like, like but I it, it, if it was four billion dollars, Oculus would have been you know? wiped off the but, map. But but that's got to be the part of the game. It's it's you put a big number out for front. You know, no. it's it's just like it's it's like buying a car. You know, you go to the car dealership. No, the car no, dealership's no, like, fuck that. That's that, MSRP. Talk that's us down. Unethical. <laughs> That is unethical. That's that that is That's, that is the height of. It might be of, unethical, but it's common practice. Yeah, I mean, it, you know what? Moving on, because otherwise okay, I'm going to go enough, somewhere that's not going to go. <laughs> like, no. tell us what you think about the Zenimax Oculus debacle in the comments. <laughs> Speaking of debacles, Thank you. Speaking of debacles, uh, red light, green light goes red light. Um, Steam has announced that uh, they're finally, after several years of listening to people bitch and moan about Steam Greenlight and how it's gamed and and how uh, incompetent uh, they are, they've decided that they're going to finally get rid of Steam Greenlight maybe sometime this spring. They, they've been talking about doing it for a while, though. It's not like it's a surprise. It's yeah. just, I mean, it's a surprise in the fact that it's like they just announced it, I, I'm surpri- I'm but they have been talking about yeah. it. Yeah, they've also been talking about Half-Life 3 for how long? They already said so they're ever? not working on it. Forever. Okay, they haven't, they, they've said they haven't been working on it, but we were promised episodic gaming, and I'm yeah, still man. waiting for Half-Life what, 2. What about, what about those leaked screenshots of Left 4 Dead 3? Right. They never said that they're not working on that. So. so, anyways, my point being, Valve, Valve being Valve, uh, yes, they talk about shit for a really, really long time, and then they finally might possibly do something with it uh they've decided they're getting rid of green light um and uh and they're going to be replacing it with a a slightly different system in that there is not going to be a system uh other than can you pay us money to put us on to the shop uh they don't know how much it's going to be yet they're they're currently waffling somewhere between a hundred dollars and five thousand dollars per game. Um, that's, hey, you know, but that's such a huge. That's, <clears throat> that's such a huge. The, yeah, but but so we are gonna we are gonna talk about this, and that is a really big um, range of costs because and and for those of you who who, who didn't know, uh, to get on a scream scream stream green light. It was a hundred bucks, and I don't know. If, I can't remember. Was it only a hundred dollars first, and then you're in the program, and you can upload whatever you wanted, or is it one hundred dollars per per entry? I think it's per. Entry. Uh, it must I, have been per entry. Yeah, it had to yeah. have been. I I can totally understand because a hundred dollars is low enough for somebody well, to well to give some context. Right, a hundred dollars was the Steam Greenlight thing, but the right. problem was is that people felt that it wasn't enough to keep. Um, even though it was curated, but it wasn't Ish. enough to keep kind of yeah, uh, it it wasn't enough to keep shovelware out or in ju- or just bad games in general. Um, so yeah. they're thinking that raising basically raising the fee and making it automated instead of curated and just making it raise the fee. They're saying it's going to help games get in. You know, since it's automated, you just pay the thing and do it. Um, but at the same time, with raising the fee, it's supposed to keep out the shovelware because you know it's not worth the fee if you're not going to make that yeah, money exactly. much money from it like but that. at the and, same you know time else? but at the same time if i don't have if i don't have 500 bucks we'll, we'll we'll say that they're not we're not going to the 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 amount the 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 upper range of 5000 let's say it's right. 500 bucks Perfectly and we reasonable want amount of money 
Sure, it it kind of is, but you know what? We're making we're making indie game Riot Rev's enormous penis the video game, yeah. and we want to throw it up bucks. on Steam. No. And we're not no no, no not, not even. Let, this let, might let's, be a raising Kickstarter, say, by the way. Let, let, let's just say you know we're we're sending it up. We're we're asking ninety nine cents for it because you know cool. we love the community, all of that. Five hundred bucks. Like we'd have what about to the sell free games that people were putting on. Right, like like how do they? So so if I want to share a game for free or a game at fifty cents or something like that through Steam, what? That's a good point. I well, didn't that, think about that's, that. And that's where I was going with the the other side. Even though it's supposed to keep out the crap games, but at the same time, what about people that don't have the money, like Revo saying? And and now we're just stunting indie game growth because Steam was the place. Well, and there mm-hmm. are other options like Itchio and Game Jolt. Well, and, ex- exactly, and also. Um, oh, whoa. Also, uh, it's perfect. It, it's a perfectly viable option to where Steam could possibly have a system where it's like, you want your game in Steam? Cool. What's your game? This? What's the category? This? How much do you want to charge for it? 40 bucks. Cool. Your $40 game will cost you $5,000 to get on Steam. Mm. Hold on. What if I charge 20 bucks? Two thousand five hundred dollars to get on Steam. What if it's free? Hundred bucks. So here's or here's or, go ahead. Well, here's the other thing. Um, I, it, 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 I I saw something from Steam Spy on Twitter, and it really depends too on on how much the game makes beca- to recoup the, yeah. the the the, the fee. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I think it was like if it was a five thousand dollar fee, I think it was That's like a- maybe I, there was something like I forget what it was. Don't quote me on this, but I'm going to say 12,000 games about that were released over the past year. Yeah. Um, and, or at least maybe through green, green light at least. Um, and like, I think it was something like 1500 ish, maybe probably less um, that were, that made enough to recoup what would have been a $5,000 fee. $5, fee if oh. it were $5,000. And then if you were to lower it to like a thousand dollars, then it went up to like, like, Two thousand something, you know, out of a lot. Yeah, maybe it yeah. wasn't so, twelve thousand, so but anyway, like, it was a point that it was a it was like maybe at most a third of the people. Um, I don't, I forget what the math was, but it was like it was not a huge chunk of people, um, right. considering you know all the, the games that. But came you out. also have you also have to consider the that there were there there was a lot of a lot of garbage that was put under green light. Not only there, that. There, there was, but where do you where do you draw the line on that? Exactly. Like, exactly. I would rather I would rather have to sift through a bunch of garbage on Greenlight uh, and spend my time learning about the games and their systems and and the developers, etc., before I make a judgment, than not be able to play so, a game. Like like let's I, I so, mean let's let's take some of our let's take some of our friends that we've that, that are, are are you know a part of our community. Do you think if if Dean was was gonna be able to like, I'm I'm sure he could probably pull it off. He but could, do you think that he would pay five thousand dollars to get Vidar on Steam? I think he could. Well, so, um, so I don't know. It'd you, be you, also consider, would. you also have to consider. You also have to consider. I think I think we were talking about this before the show too. Is um, if it's five thousand dollars, Steam has to be giving you something other than Greenlight, right? Because Greenlight was. A splash page, a vote button, well, and an, time. You pay the fee, you're automatically in. Yeah, exactly. this is this is your but, automatically in, and but, you've but, got your store page, and that's it. Except for the fact that Greenlight, and we heard from Tim, we heard from a bunch of other people, that Greenlight is essentially 
it's just a matter of time. Well, here's the thing. What, what are they, so here's two things. That, what are they changing there? You know, like Garrett brought it up earlier in the chat, but I, I was thinking about it too. Like if they had, if they just had people actually curating it, like like actually curating and making sure it's not shit, uh, you know, some sort of asset ceiling bullshit shovelware. But then there comes the issue of like, I mean, that's manpower. They have to pay those people. And yes, it is a multi-billion dollar company, but it is a business. So they have to make profit as much right. as possible. That's their goal. So, exactly. you know, from us, it's like, well, why can't you just do that? But to them, they're like, because we want more profit because that's how businesses run. Yeah. Um, so there, but there is that. And the other thing, too, is that by do you think by this happening that we're going to see a rise in kickstarters because a lot of people didn't want to do kickstarters and they would slowly go through green light and pay the hundred dollar fee but with kickstarters if it's five thousand dollars i mean that alone is worthy of a kickstarter not to mention yeah, all, all of a sudden it's like oh yeah i need i need five grand from kickstarter like that's a perfectly reasonable if i'm, amount if of I'm money. already yeah if i'm if i'm already kickstarting or, or, or if i'm already kickstarting the five grand fee for this might as well go for for even more like i i, I do think we will i i think we might um what? That's okay. But what if here here's a way that we could shortcut all of it on on Valve's part, okay? What if they did it as a tiered system? Yeah. Like like based on based on your game uh, your your company history, successful games in the past, etc., which would be part of the application process per game that you put on. A, if you're having to fill out this information, you know, where it includes previous games, uh, you know, that sort of thing, like like you know profit made off of previous games etc um you know it, it, it's the difference between looking at somebody who's like hey i just made this stuff in in rpg maker and i want to get you know i want to i want people to try and play that um it, it's the difference between that and it's like okay you know that one we could throw on for a hundred or ubisoft okay well you're going to be paying the five thousand well, you know the, like, like if I, they i just thought about that i thought i read somewhere in this that the that the fee i mean yeah you have to have the money to put down in the first place but the fee does come back to you like if um like i I thought i read that somewhere uh it's a recoupable application fee. that's what i mean yeah recoup does not mean refund okay well i wasn't sure like when they say recoup if they say like hey if everything works (laughs) out we'll give it back to you no it's it's if you if you pay the fee, you can get back the money. Yeah, that, that's just investor talk for give us money and maybe you'll make it back. Okay. Uh. So so yeah, not, but no, that's the other you. thing that's kind of pisses me Go off ahead. about it because I mentioned yeah. yeah they're running a business so this so not only do they not want to spend the money to have to hire people to sift through all of it, but yeah. now not only are they do not wanting to do that but they're taking money from people making more money from the game on top of the chunk that they already take out from the game profit here's what they need here's what here's what could work you know how you can fix a green light right now pull it off of the main page of steam and have community curators uh picked by a team they I think we they, didn't they we suggest that to them over a year ago it must be youtube does like, that now for their, their comments if there, if there was an application where it's like, hey, do you want to be part of like the the the, the Steam Greenlight uh, voting community? Well, then apply. And, and it's like, you know, we would apply because we play tons of fucking games, and and we have an outlet, and we know what we're talking. about. We have about. a history of exactly. I mean, you should and, see and our curator like, page. I mean, it's... We're, we're part of the community. Why not just say, hey, curators, you're in charge of stream Steam Greenlight now. 
But then you have to you do have to rely on you the know, fact that people are actually going to do it because like that, on new, like true. for instance that's to true. give an example, Newgrounds has a system like that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and everyone can that, do it but, on Newgrounds, but but the point is is that sometimes they kind of have to like beg people, not beg, but they're like, come on, then, guys, like yeah. we need more and, people and to judge also, these things to get it through. You know what the big thing that this kills though that I'm very happy about that we haven't mentioned yet? Hmm. Vote manipulation. Hey, I'm going to give yeah. you a free copy of the game if you vote for us in Greenlight. Mm. Hey guys, free Steam yeah, that was key. One of the vote biggest for us in Greenlight. Hey guys, you can get a game for free. Just click yes on Greenlight. That yeah, whole, but I, I that, do like I do that, like the that system. I do like the idea of having people do it. It's just you have to make sure that people will do it. Like as far as like volunteering to go through it, or maybe maybe incentivize them somehow. You know, you like know, say you know, every you know so many, think? every so many like things that you judge or push through. Maybe you get like five bucks on your Steam wallet or something. You know what I mean? I feel like that wouldn't be a huge dent into their profits, and they're not paying, you know, thirty thousand dollars a year to people sifting through all that shit. You know what I mean? I yeah. when, what about like something like that? Uh, I don't know. So here's what I'm thinking. Uh. What I think would be very pertinent is if we got people like uh, Garrett, luckily Garrett's here, and uh, maybe uh, Tim and a few other people to email contact. Or, or if, you're, uh, if you're a game dev, you're listening to this podcast right now, and you've experienced Greenlight and you know the back end because we, we haven't pushed a game into Greenlight. Uh, if you've Yet. experienced back, you've dealt with Steam. Uh, what? Are, what is your opinion of the the direction that Steam is 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 looking to go? What sort of things would they be able to add value to in their system to make it worth a thousand or five thousand dollars to to get a game on there? Because you know, th- if they're increasing the 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 barrier of entry, the the people who are submitting games are going to clearly expect something more because. If it was so easy for so many people to get good games on through uh, on Steam through Steam Greenlight, all of a sudden you have increased the cost. You have to increase the value as well, w- mm. or else it's not worth it. Why would? Because but there's so much. There's so much what untapped if, what if, potential. But but why go if, to Steam then? Why why does Steam because, matter? Because even though Itch.io and GameJolt are cool sites. To be and honest, and, they are not in GOG and not. But to to be completely honest, they you're not making nearly as much profit as a game that, dev on those sites collectively but, put together compared to what you're getting on Steam. But but then add a tack of one thousand to five thousand uh, dollar charge onto that, and all of a sudden that's. that's and to be honest, there's plenty of shit games on itch.io too. So there there are there are. Um, I want I want to hear from from the devs and I would love for you guys to email us at uh, contact at indiegameriot.com and Josh remind me or maybe you can and, and just compile all of their responses and maybe we'll get back to this um, because it's unknown there, there are good things <laughs> or we still have to wait and see what the fee will actually be and what if what if here Okay. Here's an idea. What if what if there's a, a one time that's like ten percent more than the than the original uh, fee? So it's like we'll we'll, we'll say the they, they decide it's going to be like two hundred and fifty bucks or, or it's going to be a hundred bucks per game, right? That's going to be their fee. So the first time that you as your studio um, uh, or or you as your your development group submit, 
It's a it's a flat thousand dollars, and that gets you. And then for every game that you guys submit under that name afterwards, it's just the hundred bucks. And if you sell, here here's the other. It's if still you the initial sell, fee though. That's the problem. Right, right. But if you, it, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Like no, like it'd be cool if you had the five thousand dollars to just throw at it, which is where you know maybe Kickstarter would help. But it's then you'd have to actually pass the Kickstarter. Um, right. It's it's it just sucks because there's a lot of people out there that don't have the money that are probably making really cool games that, you know, are untapped and they this is their first game, really cool ideas, it's and they're not gonna be able to push it through on Steam. And you know what I just realized? The the this choice, depending on how it goes or how much it goes, um, is gonna kill uh the foreign market, foreign devs. Because like, of- because, because of, exchange uh, rate and yeah. stuff, like like it, it, even well, wasn't we assume, Steam already fucking with international markets? They they were, but like it was still Little relatively. Techno. I have no idea. He just <laughs> walked away. The hell? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, like like they 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 I don't know. They 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 have been, but it hasn't been as bad as it could be. Is is what I've heard. Um, because they, they, they have the, I, I guess they do have some modifications to it. Like I was reading one guy that was like, yeah, it cost me $2,000 of, or, or 2000, whatever my monetary unit is to, to submit our game. And, you know, that was, that was a struggle, but I was able to get it done. If you increase it beyond that, then, you know, I'm just hosed. So that, that's, that's three months of salary for me. Let's end this discussion and say, like, what do you think, if they're going to choose a price barrier, which, depending on your opinion, it's kind of a stupid idea or not, but uh, there's pros and cons. But if there has to be a price barrier between 100 and 5,000, what do you think of the ideal barrier is for, for to, to, to keep, to allow the majority of people who are making good games onto Steam without allowing shovelware on? 500 bucks. I would say a thousand, but yeah. <clears throat> well, because a thousand's starting to get close to console cost territory. And five hundred bucks <clears throat> is a console. But right, you can go but it, like to get it on PlayStation right well, to publish on the yeah, onto, it's like twenty five hundred to get it onto PS4. So it's like why why would Steam pay charge more? True. Yeah. Than than consoles. That's re- that's retarded. Absolutely oh, you retarded. you meant you meant for getting it onto console. Yeah, I thought you meant yeah, to yeah. buy a console. I was no. like. <laughs> Um, no, it has, uh, it has to be. If it's not, there's no point because then nobody would use Steam and everybody would just go to console. Because I, that, it doesn't matter how how many people will buy your game. I mean, why on not? Steam if you're pitching your why game not? Why not make it 500 and then just see how it goes? You know what I mean? See if, if there's if a decrease were, in bullshit. You know, if if there was a a one time fee of a thousand dollars and then every game you uh, you published after that point was like 100 bucks and you, it limited you to like like two games a year someone uh someone get a hold of steam and let them know to to check out our video when it comes out on monday on uh, tuesday <laughs> monday monday see in that tech that was that was actually my suggestion as well yeah. was was like the the 100 dollar and then the one time at the start you and your dev group or you and your your company you pay Ten times, ten, ten times that. So it's a hundred bucks. You pay a thousand bucks, and then you every every year or every game apparently, afterwards is just that. Apparently, Garrett in the chat says that green light fees actually go towards child's play charity. 
Maybe. Oh. Which in that That's case, cool. that at least makes it better, and they're not lining in their pockets with just definitely you know trivial fees. Not trivial, but right. uh, you know what? I forget the word I'm trying to use. But, but anyway. anyway, let us know. Let us know what you think in the comments down below. Otherwise, uh, it's about time to rip rip your pants off, go run to the streets, and start a riot. Woo! This week on Starting the Riot, we are talking about a beautiful, colorful little puzzler called Line Light. Um, Line Light is from My Dog Zoro, and it's a pretty simplistic, minimal, minimalist uh, puzzle game where you are a line of light trying to make it through this constellation-looking uh, type of game. And uh, there's a lot of... The game... I mean, it's very well designed because there's yes. a really good difficulty curve. They, the like mechanics of the game are introduced very well throughout. Um, it starts off with the what you're seeing on screen with shifting platforms and trying to make sure you you might have to go around in like circles to get them to like line up the right way, that sort of stuff. And then it introduces um, what you're seeing the the red little lines that are dangerous to you, and you have to avoid them. Uh, it introduces some other lines that only move when you move, sometimes at different speeds, so you have to, like, time it right. You're also trying to collect those little golden stars along the way to get, like, um, I don't know, it's not, like, a really a point thing, but uh, I got, like, achievements for, for collecting them, all that sort of thing. It's just an extra challenge. Hey, I, 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 you, know, you know what's really, really cool, too, is that... Uh, There's gates that this, you have to do. Yeah, go ahead. This game is all just playing the game. That mm. is the only thing. Super relaxing. Yeah, it, it, it is. I, I played this game and I looked at it first and I and I looked at the gameplay and I was like, you know, I I, I don't know. And then is that I played how you said it, it and I was like, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about this game, guys. Uh, no, but for real, it is surprisingly satisfying. It is when you when you solve the puzzles. You're oh. like, man, I did it. You know, and you're like a, and it's quick. you're like, you're like a, you're like a five year old to just learn how to tie their shoes. Yeah. You know, it's like, holy but, shit, and yeah. You know what else? And you know what else too is that this game is the perfect example of not insulting somebody's intelligence because there's no like tutorial oh, or super text simple. or anything. It's it's you the start. It, well, no, exactly. But but <clears throat> the game starts out. You have a line. There's a there's you. You move, and it you know. It, it does a really good job of teaching you the game. Like right here, I know it's a little late, uh, but you're de now you're dealing with keys. They've introduced enemies. They've introduced keys. They've introduced moving platforms. They've introduced the little uh, things that you need to 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 advance, and uh, like the 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 gem things. And mm -hmm. and that's the that's essentially all the mechanics of the game explained to you with you know no text. Anybody can understand this. Any language, no matter what, the accessibility on this is. And when you when you fail, by the way, it's not frustrating because you start right no. where you died. You know, it's yeah. it's like the Super Meat Boy thing where you know you fail a lot, but you know it's a That's quick correct. restart. Rapid like, iteration, bam. right? Yes. Thank you for the big words. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's whoever the the person um who, who what was the name again that the the guy that designed it? Uh, Brett. Brett. Uh, I believe. Taylor? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he did an excellent job of designing of level design. Like if we if this was an IRX, I I would be extremely surprised if it didn't win best design. Best design. Um, 
it's always impressive to me the people that design these kinds of games. On top of that, it's visually pleasing, and mm-hmm. yeah, the the soundtrack is beautiful. Like I would listen to it to go to sleep. It is so it's super relaxing. It's mm-hmm. it's relaxing in a way that um, <clears throat> it's relaxing but stimulating. It's relaxing in a way that uh, kind of like how you do um, Sudoku puzzles and stuff like that. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, you know, where you just get Good to sit down and you use your brain, but it's not like stressful. Yeah, you know. Well, and this it's, is a, a very nice. It's a nicely paced night. It's got a great atmosphere. It's it's a surprisingly enjoyable game that I wasn't expecting to enjoy as much as I did. Yeah. <laughs> so good job, my dog Zora. Uh, do you want to do the Steam? Yeah, info? it's. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's currently nine ninety nine on Steam. There's also the soundtrack bundle uh, for you know you can get it all together at thirteen dollars and three cents or you know five bucks uh, for just the 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 soundtrack. Um, this game, I, I, I do want to say the the level design for this just is is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like like we, the amount we of talk- polish too. Yeah, it's the, like we, mm. we we've talked before about like how. Um, like, like, you know, some games just do a really, really good job of teaching you everything you need to know through the experience. This game does that in spades. Yeah. Very in well spades. Done. And apparently Brett also did, of my dog Zoro, uh, also did the music for it. That's so impressive not too. Only like, when people he... do all the things by themselves, I'm just like, what do you, how do you live? How do you right? sleep? And there are tons of secret levels. I've not encountered any secret levels. I uh, haven't encountered any secret levels. I'm only levels on either. the second world. Yeah. But uh, Hey man, I'm... like I I the 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 smoothness and the responsiveness and the cleanness of this game are all all help make it a, a surprisingly solid and well rounded experience that would also be really good on mobile. You can also play it uh it's also available for PS4 for ninety nine, so if you have a PS4 uh you have, if you're listening to this on a computer, you have a computer that can play this game. But if you also have a PS4 and you want it on a PS4, you can get it on that too. Oh, right. yeah. I might try and pick that up for my roommate. Do it. Uh, you know. Else you know what else you should do? Ah. It? Titties, titties, peep. titties. Yeah. Always at the peep show. Peep show. Please give all your attention to early access. Every now and then, you have an adventurer who goes out, takes an arrow to the knee. I know it's a meme, but way to bring back that that dang. Everybody, hey, you know what? You know what? You know what? We'll get to it. Uh, (laughs) Everybody has to settle down and do something. And maybe it's your dream to uh, to run a tavern. Well, dream no longer because Tavern Tycoon is here to quench your thirst for thirst and giving people well, you, rooms. You know what's interesting? Africans. Actually, speaking of like that sort of genre, there is like a weird subgenre in the business sim mm-hmm. management tycoon yeah. thing of not in just like fantasy, fantasy, a, yeah, a fantasy the, shops was it, was and taverns. Shop? 
was it Shopkeep that was like the first person 3D yeah. game where you like managing your shop and also going yeah. on adventures and stuff? Yeah. This this has a similar style, but much more in the sense of you are actually managing a business. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it, one it all goes the stresses of managing a business without any yeah, profit. It's like like exactly. <laughs> Do you want to waste your time making fake money? Well, download this game. No, but really, uh, it, it it is currently in early access. You can get on Steam for ten dollars and ninety nine cents. Tavern Tycoon Dragons Hangover. Let me tell you, uh, one the the first thing that I noticed about this game is that it 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 harkens back to the old like roller coaster tycoons in the sense of. It's sort of it's that isometric 3D, but you're sort of far out sort of look. But there's enough detail you can get close enough into it that it's actually compelling and interesting to look at. On top of that, you have all of your um, your, your management. You have your little um, assistant guy that pops in every now and then, telling you that you need to to do things. Uh, you build rooms and you expand your your in and you keep people happy and you just manage it. It's sort of like prison architect, but in 3D and you're running a tavern and you know and, and it it's it's a it's a. I mean, full tycoon. disclosure. I mean, it is getting attention on YouTube and it's got good reviews and things like that. Full disclosure, though, I personally really dig these kinds of games. I yeah. don't know what it says about me. Uh, you know, maybe I'm like a, just a, a control freak or something like that, but I love these. I was going like... to say you feel... I was, <laughs> was going to channel Freud for a moment and, and be like, well, it's a, you, you identify with these games and, and find draw from them because you feel like you're out of control in your own life. You don't have enough control on the Probably. externalities. And um, No, I, I was just joking about it. I I'm was going to add that, but then you made the joke about it, so I had to. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah. You, you, the, this game appeals to you, obviously. Uh, I have to say, I would give this a try. It has absolutely no appeal to me personally, mm -hmm. um, but only because I, I got to be honest. I lately my my management crunchy, you know, let's not do anything but build something has just been at an all time zero. Yeah. Um, it's not. It, it's not that I don't think it's a good game or anything like that. It's just literally uh, that I don't. I, my desire for this kind of simulation has been has never been lower, which is really weird. Like I spent hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of hours in other similar games, but like I'm just I'm not feeling the forex type thing anymore. I just insulted, I totally I just insulted a member of our audience. Uh -oh. <laughs> one one thing one thing that that um even even if you're not feeling the management thing right now, Rev, uh yeah. what what might give you hope for the future if you're looking to pick this game up down the road or if you're looking to pick up the game and deal with a lot of its issues because it is an early access. Um uh February 3rd uh, Peter, the developer, posted uh, or updated the third hotfix, which fixed a bunch of stuff. Uh, and then on February 6th, uh, he realized that a lot of people were having major bugs. And so he said that he was going to get a patch out within the next 12 hours. Uh, then on February 7th, the fourth hotfix came out with tons of new features and fixed issues and still known issues. And then on the 8th, Another hotfix comes out yeah. with more features and more issues that have that been means fixed. He's and more constantly things. working, and at least. And it's like, he's he's updated this game how many times this month? 
How many times has he updated this game this month? I just I just want to find. He's literally um, updated this game five times this month. So every two days. On average. So there you go. Yeah. If you're looking for something that's constantly being updated, which is a good thing for early access, so it's not being yeah. abandoned. This dude, I hope this guy doesn't doesn't uh, peter out because. By the way, how I would mean, you pronounce the 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 studio name? Terrapoli or Terrapoli? Terrapoli. Terrapoli is how I would say it. I. I don't know. Because there's only one R there. The, if it was two, it would be Terrapoli. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's Terrapoli. There we go. Terrapoli. At least that's how we would pronounce it. I mean, you know, either way, uh, the game's 10.99. Uh, Tavern Tycoon Dragons Hangover by Terrapoli or Terrapoli. Uh, go check it out on Steam. Not their website. Their website needs a little bit of work, but obviously <laughs> he's too busy working on the game to fix his website. So that's acceptable. <laughs> go check it out if you're feeling the the RPG tavern bug, and and you just want to be that guy in Skyrim who just hangs out in the tavern and pays pays the bard to do stuff. You can be you can be the guy who runs that place and takes that money from that guy. Make that guy your bitch. Well, you know, uh, you know what else you should make your bitch? Your phone. Your mobile cell phone. Your cell phone telephone. It's going mobile. And this week on Going Mobile, we have a fun little kind of match-three type game by Alec Thompson called Swap Sword. Uh, this is a kind of a think think kind of like Candy Crush or, or similar match three uh, mobile games, uh, but you collect money. It's you're you're also dungeoneering uh, through this, and there are monsters that you can kill. Uh, general rule of thumb: you can only you can only move tiles as long as it's going to make at least a line of three, but you can swap regardless. Um, some of them have special features like a wall you can't swap with a monster. Uh, that you know some kind of some kind of weird mechanical things like that interactions. Uh, each level you need to collect X amount of keys in order to get the door, and you have a limited number of moves before death shows up. And death will slowly work his way over to you and then cut your fucking throat because you were <laughs> too greedy. Um, so I will I will say that like it, it looks like a lot of fun. I have not played it because it's iOS only and I don't mm. run an emulator uh, and I have my my Samsung phone. So uh, I haven't played it. Uh, there is no soundtrack to it. There's just sound effects. So that would be my biggest recommendation to uh, to Alec would be to uh, you know add some add something to keep my attention so or, or to help fill in my attention. The thing that really caught my attention with this uh, like in the first place Mm-hmm. was that it was like a roguelike dungeon crawler like you mentioned is right it, that in in a in a match 3 game is just an interesting it's an interesting uh twist on the game on the genre um, right you know generally I'm like match 3 oh great there's another bejeweled clone or bejeweled is probably a clone of something else that I can't think of but right. it's just like oh yeah another one but to to add at least a little bit of innovation and creativity into the the mechanics of the game makes me think okay well then good that's that's what you know there might not be you know they say that there's nothing left under the sun that that is actually original 
but you know if that's the case you can still make it your own you know so i appreciate well, and, the fact and that i think fact. they also i also think they really did make it their own with the animation that you guys have been seeing on the screen like it's mm-hmm. it's super tight it's perfect you know like you see your your guy like when you have to swipe somebody it's just so satisfying <laughs> it's also uh you mentioned Apple. I, I have a feeling I know why they released it on the App Store, the Apple App Store uh, first. Uh, it's two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. iPhone users are more uh, more likely to spend money in an app. Yeah, we we've talked about I this would, before. I, exactly. I would not be surprised if this game came out in six months on Android for ninety nine cents. If if they did that, I will I will definitely. Uh, not saying that it's only worth 99 cents. I think right, it's totally, right. no. like, it's like, totally worth that price. Like it's super tight. It's super clean. Uh, definitely check it out. If it interests you, I, I, if, if I had an iPhone, uh, or, or an iPad, I probably would have picked it up as well, yeah. but I, I don't. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll focus on, on getting all the various systems I'm going to need to do this show properly, um, <laughs> <laughs> in the next year or so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it, 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 my, my biggest complaint about this game is literally, uh, you know, that the soundtrack. there's no, there's no it, soundtrack. It could it. do, it could do with a soundtrack, I think with, uh, being that that is a dungeon crawler, you know, it's kind of a staple in that case. For, yeah, for and, and it's it, it, as long as it, if, they, if they do it, yeah, if they do one dot three and they add in some soundtrack, I would be I would be thrilled. As it is, it's fun. It looks like it's a it's a complete blast, and, and yeah, and that's kind of my my thing on it. So swap sword, swap sword. Well, you know what we're gonna have to swap with right now. Uh, the yep. end of the uh, show. Us being on the show we're and us not being on the show. We're swapping the going the mobile with the end of the show is what I was going <laughs> for. So <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who showed up for the live stream. Um, just so you know, if you didn't get it from the beginning, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash IndieGameRiot helps us grow this show um, and improve it, make it better, do all sorts of awesome stuff. So please consider giving up one day's worth of coffee. Uh, to or more if you'd like <laughs> to go to go support us on Patreon and you get cool rewards like you saw at the beginning uh, there was like a little logo for certain tiers that, that will be made custom for you you may use it uh, wherever you'd like I guess I don't mind um, otherwise you can just uh, chat with us on Twitter at IGR Podcast or Facebook slash IGR Podcast that thing any uh, last words gentlemen um Oh, we're live. Twitch.tv. We, yes. Game right at 30 p.m. Check it out. Eastern uh, time. Indie Revolution Expo, if you have a game or you want to talk about a panel, go sign up. Uh, IndieGameRide.com slash uh, Indie Revolution Expo or just go to IndieGameRide.com and click on the link or whatever it is. IRS. That one. Oh. IRS. <laughs> it's the Indie Revolution Expo tab. It's actually Indie-Revolution-Expo. Oh, you might change you can't, well, you, well, I guess I could take the dash of that. Because I, 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 spaces. Can fix that. I, I can literally fix it right now. You may. Uh, it's because there's spaces on it. It's just automatically has them in. Yeah. I just never went through and it changed it. Anyway, Rev, do you have anything to say? Well, fuck goodbye. off. <laughs> say goodbyes. See you next time, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, folks. Toodle. <laughs> oh, wow. Toodle. Toodle.